Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. In this episode, I'm talking about the really important and really helpful numbers to understand and be aware of and focus on when it comes to reaching your revenue goals. And I know for many of my audience and many of my students inside the Modern Marketing Collective that they're shooting for that 10 grand month or so. This might be you as well, or you might be a little bit before this or a little or a lot after this. But this is gonna be applicable for you no matter what that revenue goal is that you'd like to make. The reason that a lot of my students in the Modern Marketing Collective are shooting for this number is that they're looking to replace a salary that perhaps they're about to walk away from and quit their job. Perhaps they're on maternity leave and they don't want to go back to that job that they had before. There's lots of different reasons behind it, but it's normally, I find, the kind of the first goal that we have. I know that when I was in my 20s, which I'm not anymore. I remember thinking, oh my goodness, $100,000 a year. Imagine, oh my gosh, that was my goal. I just thought that would be the most amazing thing and that would be it. But of course, once we reach those goals and we realize the realities, really that doesn't provide necessarily the most abundance for what we might wish to enjoy and spend and all the types of things. And then also, once we acclimatize to a goal and a result, like actually reaching that goal, is that often the goalposts have moved ahead. So no matter what stage you're at in business, whether you're looking to make your first $100, first $1,000, you want to try and get to eight or $10,000 a month to make a six-figure business, how exciting, or you're looking to scale past this, this episode is for you. Okay, so the first number to look at when we're really breaking down those numbers behind our revenue goal is that number that we want to make. Now, so often when I am working with those in business, small business owners, they're not on top of the data, the stats, the things that we really need to know to make informed decisions and to focus our energy and know where to spend our efforts, our time, our investments as well. So we need to know some of these numbers. And by the way, I totally didn't get this to start out with. So I have been in both situations where I was quite oblivious to this and poked my head in the sand a little bit. I didn't want to know about it. It felt very intimidating. I had a belief that I was no good at numbers. I was no good at money. And uh, I, I had to get over that if I wanted to actually grow my business. So now it's something that I take very seriously in my business. It's something that I actually enjoy doing and looking at and understanding and challenging myself with. And so my hope for you is that might be a similar transition that you might make as well. Okay, so the first number is the amount that you want to make. Getting clear on what that is. So often I see 
business owners that don't really have a goal, don't really have a target. And they might say things like, oh, well, it's just a hobby or I'd just be happy to make any money at all. And so I really want you to challenge yourself to take it more seriously, take yourself more seriously, respect yourself to not see this thing that probably, and and I bet deep down you do want to succeed, but there may be a little fear there around it may fail or it may not work. And so you don't want to own it and you don't want to put it out there and say, hey, I actually do want this to be a business. And if I just call it a hobby, then I haven't embarrassed myself or I won't feel so terrible or other people won't judge me if it doesn't work. So step one, to run a business, you need to know like, what is the goal in terms of what money you want to make? Now, the second step is what is the average sale value? What is that number? What is that figure of what your products, services, programs actually cost? So what is that average sale value? Now, I did this activity with some of my students. We did a 90-day planning session and we looked at these numbers and then key activities for them to focus on. Most businesses will have a few different offers there. So you'll probably have, perhaps you've got three different packages. Perhaps you have a various number of different uh, key products that you offer. And if you have an online store, by the way, this could be your average order value, that type of thing. So feel free to just put one figure in there in terms of the average sale value, or you can break this down into your different core offerings. So actually understanding, okay, you you have a customer, how much are they typically spending with you on that first sale? What does that look like for you? And therefore, the next figure to look at is how many of those sales do you need to make to reach that target? How many customers do you actually need? And again, it sounds probably really simple, but I know that this was something that I had to figure out. And I know a lot of other people don't put much thought to this and kind of, it's like, oh, I want more clients or I really want to grow my business, but we need to get clear. And by the way, when we get clear, oh my goodness, we get so much more purposeful with what we are doing and how we're spending our time. So let's just recap so far. We know how much we want to make. We know the average amount of money that each sale will bring into our business. So now we can do the maths to actually figure out how many sales we need. So for instance, if we want to make $10,000 a month, the average sale value is $2,000 and we need to have five clients to make that amount. So two more figures that I want you to consider and know and understand. The next one is your average conversion value. So how many people are seeing your offer, are inquiring about your offer, basically a lead is what we call this, someone that is moving closer into your business. Perhaps that is website visitors for your product. If you have an online store, perhaps that's add to cart, whatever this looks like for your business, how many people are coming across that offer? Perhaps it's number of views on a sales page. Perhaps it's number of email addresses that you have gathered ahead of launching something. Perhaps it's the number of phone calls that you had before booking a private client or the number of direct messages you've had about this service that you offer. And what is your average conversion rate? So did you speak to three people and two of them went ahead and booked and therefore you have 66% conversion rate? Did you have a hundred people look at that page and then three people went ahead and purchased, in which case that would be 3% conversion rate. Now this data, 
no doubt, is hard to know when you're starting out because you don't have it. So this is something to really start noting and understanding as your business grows. And also, this is something you do have some control over. So you can optimize, always be optimizing to boost up that conversion rate. How can you make your message stronger? How can you add more desire or need for your audience to make the decision to go ahead and buy now? How can you perhaps add some social proof to help them feel more comfortable and confident in making that purchase decision? So we can always look at how we can improve this rate. Now, the final number here is the number of leads that we need. So for instance, if we are shooting for that $10,000, our average sale value is $2,000. And then the number of sales that we need to reach that target is five. And let's say that we spoke with three people on the phone and two of them went ahead and booked. So how many leads, how many people would we need to speak to, to then go ahead and reach that target, that five number of new clients. And this is how we can start actually looking at where we are focusing on and how our business is going, because now all our efforts can move towards, right? Well, if I can just get X many number of leads, then that's going to flow through the rest of these metrics, the rest of these figures to help me meet my revenue goal. So when we break our business and the numbers behind that revenue goal down in this very simplified form, we start to get a feel of how we're tracking the possibilities, perhaps if it's not so realistic to have that many number of leads or if it's a very low conversion rate or if it's a huge number of sales and it doesn't quite make sense for our business, we can also spot and pick up some of these things too. And so with this data, it gives us power. It gives us clarity and no doubt it will give you confidence. And this is what I see in my students when they go through, we have an activity goes more detail into this in, in the modern marketing collective around really understanding all of those key stats in their business is the amount of clarity and purpose and intention that they then have is just incredible and allows them to then move faster towards actually getting the results that they want in their business. So I hope that breaking this down has given you some of those key things to think about, to really understand in your own business, to track, to always be looking to improve and to feel more clarity for yourself around how you go and chase that revenue goal that is your next one in your business. Now, just a reminder as well, if you haven't already, I've created a brand new free guide, especially for you. I hear so many of my audience members say they would love to be able to build a stronger connection with their audience. And so I've put together four of the most powerful ways that I have done this and continue to do this in my business. And that works so well for my students. So you're going to find this guide, the four tips 
to increase connection with your audience at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And this is going to be especially relevant, even if you're just starting out in your business and not feeling fully confident in the things that you offer, the way to talk about it, all those different things. So go ahead and get that one at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. It's going to be up there for a limited time. So do that now. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, could you take a second right now to leave a review? I love to read these out and give you a shout out to say thank you for taking the time to do this. You can go to my website, emilyosmond.com forward slash podcast, and you'll find a link there that you can simply click and write a review. And that's also if you have Spotify, which I know on that platform, it doesn't let you leave reviews right now. Otherwise, if you're in Apple Podcasts, just scroll down down past all the episodes where you go to ratings and reviews, tap write a review and enter yours there and also include your business name or Instagram handle so I can give you a shout out too. So thank you so much for being here and I look forward to speaking with you soon.